Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I'm going to talk about what wasn't in the election. I'm going to talk about how people don't seem to see what's missing most of the time in things. People just argue about whatever is actually there. And one of the keys is being able to see what's not there. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I spent 30 years practicing law. It's just full of shit. And everybody can see it in this election. And people just, they want to pretend it's something else. And I just get tired of it periodically. I just get really tired of it. So I am America's most trusted lawyer. But hell, they're not even as trusted as used car salesmen. (laughs) So it's hardly much of a brag. (laughs) All right, enough fooling around. Let's get the show started. So in this show, I don't want to talk about the details of the election I've already talked about all sorts of details in the election in other shows and bonus material and bonus shows. In fact, I did a show just a couple days ago talking about how the election is totally upside down. The idea that the individual candidates have to run around and try to raise money and get lawyers to try to prove that there was fraud is completely backwards. The state, every single time, should have to come forward and in a post-election period prove that, in fact, the election was legitimate, that there weren't any questions, that there wasn't any fraud, that there isn't any irregularity. They should have to prove it each time. That should all be on the burden on the state. And individuals and candidates and people should all have standing to go down in transparent hearings locally and then at their county and state levels to challenge the results and to examine the results and to raise issues and to have free and fair open hearings where you have everything being fully recorded, live streamed, not the situation we have now, which is these arcane rules that only a very select group of lawyers even understands who go down there and jerry-rig the rules behind the scenes in the off election years. And then they wheel out a new set of rules and then we're supposed to go into these black fucking uh, box hearings. Nobody gets to participate. It's one set of lawyers and then one judge rules in some way. It's just everything about it is preposterous, but nobody talks about how stupid the actual system is. Everybody just stays within this kind of red blue box pushing their team and it always boils down to the same thing. The loser is supposedly a sore loser if they want to challenge it. And when the winner tries to challenge it, they look at it and say, come on, that's poor taste. You won. Let's not do that. And the people believe this shit. And so they think the system's legitimate and nobody in the press brings it up because nobody in the press ever brings up anything outside the box. Every single thing in this country is kept very tightly inside the box. And anybody can research Operation Mockingbird and see that the the CIA is in full control of the media. And anybody can look at the internet and the way it's, it works. It's the, the restrictions, the limitations, all those, the quote crashes, individual accounts get restricted, they remove material. Anybody who looks at it can see that this is a propaganda system. It's not a free and fair open hearing of information. That's preposterous. It's an insult to my intelligence when people try to tell me that. It's mind bending though, because People don't seem to be able to understand that their guy in government is not on their side because this red-blue divide has got people so confused. They, 
see that these Democrats are pushing bullshit. And so they think the people who supposedly oppose them, who claim they are, are on their side, but they're not. Both those sides work together. And what I want to show you here is just how absolutely journalists never color outside the box. I wanted to give it a couple of weeks after the election before I made this show so that I could be sure that, in fact, nobody is talking about it. <laughs> Nobody's talking about it. I'll be the only person that's talking about this. And it's not uncommon that that's the situation. My show will never be allowed to grow. There's only a small amount of support for it as it is because people kind of want this preposterous lie told to them over and over again. If the elections really mattered, if, if it was the people who were in control, we had eight months of these corona lockdowns, this utterly horseshit pandemic bullshit being pushed on us with restrictions and all these supposed experts. And I've made show after show showing you that Nobody in government stands up and cross-examines them. Nobody puts them under oath and spends eight hours deposing them and showing what the hell's going on with this. What science are you actually relying on? What is the science based for any of these restrictions? No, nothing actually happens. But we had eight months prior to the time of the election, and guess what? None of it was on the ballot. Why wasn't it just on the ballot? Do you want these restrictions to continue? Do you want the governor to continue to have this authority, to lock your business down, to force you to wear a mask? Why wasn't any of this stuff sorted out with simple things on the ballot? Why not? Why didn't the people get to vote on whether or not they, in their own locality, want to be restricted and have to wear a mask and have to stand six feet apart and have to keep businesses at 50 percent. Why? Why was nothing about this entire gigantic pandemic that's completely wrecking the economy? Why wasn't any of that on the election? Why wasn't it? There wasn't even any discussion about it. See, there wasn't even any discussion about it. All there is is this amorphous blob of bullshit candidates who kind of imply they're going to do this or that, but there's no obligation for them to do anything. If this is really a representative republic, like we're told, and democracy was so important, oh, and the vote, the vote's so important, why wasn't anything on the ballot? Why wasn't anything on the ballot about it? Not one damn thing. We didn't even have anything on the ballot about continuing to bail people out by the trillions. See, nothing ever gets to the ballot. Nothing ever fits with what we're told. We're told the vote is so important, the people are in charge of the government, but then you have this fantastically gigantic issue running on for months and months and months and months where the country is very divided. Each area is very divided. And there's not even a single thing on the ballot about any of it. The people don't get to voice any kind of concern. They don't get to vote on it. They don't get to do anything. Your vote is crap. Once they win, there's no obligation for them to do anything. See, this is the part of a supposed representative that, that we send up to these different governmental locations that makes no sense. In a legal sense, a representative is someone who's there to represent your views. And I've made show after show that, that makes it clear that when you hold all these disparate views and the, and the government's in charge of all these different things, from abortion to gun control to simply handing out supposed stimulus to these, these, all these restrictions, it's impossible that one candidate's ever going to represent all your views because just say the candidate's in favor of abortion but also is strong on gun rights. Well, there's a huge group of people who are not in favor of abortion, but are also strong on gun rights. And there's also a huge group of people who are not strong on gun rights. They're, they're against gun rights, and they're big on abortion. 
or they're not big on abortion. See, so just even just once you just have two issues, the idea you're going to have a legal representative up there who represents both your issues is absurd. And that's why the media has concocted this concept of a single issue voter. Just think how absurd this is. With all the different shit the government does, some people are so pissed and they're so passionate about one little area, they become a single-issue voter. Well, what the hell kind of representation is that? See, nobody would agree to any of this in their actual personal life. Nobody. Nobody would agree that I'm going to send a representative up to have a discussion about my divorce. He's not going to defend me with regards to any kind of financial arrangement. He's only going to work on custody. (laughs) Nobody would agree to something like that. It's preposterous. It doesn't make sense. Your representative is supposed to represent you, and they have to have obligations to actually do it. If you have a lawyer and you tell a lawyer who's your actual legal representative that you only agree to X, Y, and Z, and they go into court and they settle your case and and get it dismissed with prejudice based upon A, B, and C, which you don't agree to and you specifically told him you don't agree, but you can sue him and collect a judgment against him. And you should be able to. But see, your supposed legal representative in government has no obligation to do anything. They can, in fact, lie straight to your face, tell you they're going to go do something, and then they go up there and they do the opposite. What is your recourse. You have to wait a couple of years. In the case of a Senate, you have to wait six years to try to pry them out of there against hundreds of millions of dollars and donations and crookery and behind-the-scenes horseshit, and you get one vote. See, that's not a legal representative in any way. The people are not in control. The checks and balances, they're against the people. This is the part they just don't understand. The checks and balances are not there to keep the government in check. That's preposterous. The government is in charge of telling us whether or not the government has the authority to do something. Think how stupid that is. There's no check or balance there. You can't have a government agency called the court in charge of telling everybody what the government can and can't do. That's idiotic. It it can never work. It will never limit the government. And anybody can look and see that it doesn't limit the government. The Supreme Court has struck down a handful of laws over the years as, quote, unconstitutional. Just a handful. Out of the thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of laws that are out there, all the crazy shit that they do under this supposed limited government, well, the Supreme Court doesn't limit it. It <laughs> doesn't limit it. The idea that we are in charge is not true on its face, and there's no discussion about it. And this recent election is a great example. Here you have issues massively dividing the country. Black Lives Matter, defund the police, all this pandemic shit, closing businesses, whether or not they should continue to be able to, quote, hand out stimulus, which is laughably unconstitutional. Go down the list. Huge, huge discrepancies. All these issues about how the election's even conducted. In my most recent bonus, I talked about how the country can't even agree about how to conduct an election. (laughs) What is the point of pretending that this thing is a country and the people all come together? And that the people are in control of it? How the hell can the people be in control of anything when the people totally and completely disagree with each other? That doesn't even make sense. You, You can't have one party in control. Even if the people are, quote, in control, all it means in this country is that you get a few extra crooked votes, and now you get to impose yourself on the other part of the country. He totally disagrees with you. That doesn't make sense. That's not about freedom or liberty. See, nothing about the system 
makes any sense. Not one tiny speck of it when you examine it. All of these election fights, these things are preposterous. They're all behind closed doors. And now as counsel is leaving, as I said in one of my uh, podcasts about the election, how do we know these lawyers haven't been reached? How do we know? We don't know. <laughs> they're all withdrawing now. Why? Because they're getting all sorts of pressure. You think these lawyers give one crap about helping Trump? No, they're, they're huge firms that have hundreds of millions of dollars in clients who, as soon as those clients start applying pressure, well, they fold and they withdraw. <laughs> I don't understand what it takes for people to see that the system is nothing like they imagine. It's nothing like they're told. It's nothing like their constitutional conservative tells them on radio and TV each week. It's nothing like it. And none of the actual issues are discussed. Why has nobody brought up the fact that no, no Black Lives Matter, no defund the police, none of this pandemic stuff, none of these restrictions, none of the authority of these supposed local officials who people run around saying, oh, we need to impeach some local governor or this. Well, why is nothing on the ballot? Why isn't anything on the ballot? Why doesn't anybody in the press bring up the fact that nothing's on the ballot? Year after year after year, there's all sorts of issues that could be on the ballot. Oh, well, you have to go through this process and gather all these fucking signatures and all this other horse shit. Again, they put the onus on the people. It's always reversed. The government is the one who runs around claiming they're in charge of us. The government's the one who claims to have the authority and power to do all sorts of shit to us. They should have the obligation and the duty and the burden, the legal burden, to make every opportunity for the people's voice to be heard. Every opportunity. They should have to suggest all sorts of things that would be on the ballot. Obviously, there's issues. They should have to be running polls all the time. The people should be able to call in. They should be able to write in. This should be a very simple process to get something on the ballot. Not this complex thing where you get hundreds of thousands of signatures. Oh, well, the ballot would be too complex. Well, what does that mean? What does that mean? It means that most people won't bother to inform themselves about any of the issues and they'll ignore them. Great! So the few of us who actually bother to inform ourselves can control the issue. But see, government acts like, while well, they go up there, they're in the better position. Now, well, of course they are, because they want to go behind doors, they want to collect fucking money, and then they want to do shit for their friends. And then they want to run around every couple of years and pretend like they represent the people. They don't. They don't. Anybody can look around and see that. Hi, this is Legal Man. If you enjoy The Quash, support it. Go over to my Patreon account at patreon.com slash thequash and sign up. You get bonus shows, bonus material, and ad-free content. If you appreciate the unique perspective and information I provide, then support it. Go become a member. When you support The Quash, you also help get the truth out there. Let's get back to the show. And then they want to run around every couple of years and pretend like they represent the people. They don't. They don't. Anybody can look around and see that. And the people in media just continue this facade. They continue this, this complete and utter bullshit that the people are in charge and that the elections matter so much. Well, anybody can look around and see that's not the case. Anybody can look around and see that it's totally impossible to come together with a group of people who you fundamentally disagree with. It's completely impossible to come together with a group of people who you can't even agree upon a method to elect the people to go down to supposedly make the decisions. <laughs> you can't even get agreement that the election was run legitimately. You can't get agreement about anything. I don't know what it takes for people to understand that government, 
this large can never work. You can never have sufficient agreement amongst millions and millions of people when the government is in charge of so many things. If the government was only in charge of roads and local police, there'd be very few problems because people can generally agree on it. And whatever issues there were could be resolved. But once the government's grown like it has, and it's now over hundreds of millions of people, and it's involved in every part of your life, and it can supposedly simply take money from me and hand it to whoever they care to. And it can simply start a new agency, Department of Homeland Security, and do whatever it wants. It can supposedly rendition citizens and not tell anybody. It can hold you without trial. <laughs> it can tell you how much water flushes in your toilet. It can tell you anything and everything. It can make you buy certain kind of health insurance. It can make you pay for someone else's health insurance. It, 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 can, it can do anything. It has every kind of agency. It has multiple layers of federal, state, county, local. Every one of those things has its own agencies with conflicting regulations and rules and licenses. And How can people continue to spew the same nonsense about a limited government and the Constitution and the people being in charge when absolutely any and every single fact they're surrounded by shows that that's not the case? How? I don't get it. When you tell people, they just continue to defend this system. What is there to defend? We can't even get something on the ballot where the people fundamentally disagree. Black Lives Matter, defund the police, pandemic restrictions, <laughs> Dr. Fauci, local officials' uh, authority to supposedly shut businesses, make you wear a mask, socially distance. Where's the authority? Why don't the people get to vote on any of this? Why don't the people get input if the people are truly in charge? Why? Why doesn't anybody in the press ever bring it up? Why? Why is everything simply the same stories covered in a different way, red or blue, depending on what you watch, depending on what you read? Why? depending on what you listen to. Why? Because the entire system is fully controlled. And if you try to pop up and, and make noise and, and raise issues like I do on my podcast, you're not going to get support. The people won't support it. I mean, I've got a Patreon account, but how many people go over and sign up? Very few. Because people will just go, ah, well, I'll just go do something else. Okay, well, that's fine. I'm not bitching. Go do it. But then don't turn around and complain. Don't act like, wow, the system's so outrageous. What do you mean? What do you mean? Just complaining about it and re-watching and listening to the same old shit where the people have been lying to everybody and running around on the internet and doing it doesn't help. You have to get actual word out there. Uh, peop, the things I bring up on my podcast, people don't talk about anywhere else. They just don't. That's all. Why they don't, I don't know. Some people probably can't figure it out. Okay? They just can't figure it out. And lots of people are simply financially incentivized to never color outside the lines. And that's the vast majority of people in media. All these people who are making millions and millions and millions of dollars in media and who have all these sponsors and are on all the time on radio and TV and print, those people are all fully controlled. They either know they're controlled and they never color outside the lines, or they've never figured it out because they're just a bunch of narcissists who get a lot of self-reinforcement and they make a lot of money, so they assume they're true, what they say. That's all. It's not complicated. It's really only a couple of possibilities. And I just don't believe that most of them are that stupid. I don't. A lot of them are very, very bright. You know, they're very, very bright. And they get told all the time, you know. They talk about censorship, but then you call their show and you try to t raise issues about well, how the 911 narrative doesn't work. They hang up, yeah, ah, ah, you're conspiracy theorists. Ah, ah. You know, it's just idiotic. I, I, 
Well, they're censoring people, too. They run their show in a very special way. If you call up and ask them, why don't they ever speak about the Federal Reserve and the fake money system? And they're, ah, hang up on you. Oh, this is this show. Look, how that caller slip through kind of thing. <laughs> Let's go back to arguing about why Trump should be elected. Oh, why Trump had the election stolen. You know, it's just silly. It's a silly thing that people continue to support. And as long as people continue to support and act as though it's legitimate and ignore these gaping holes that I bring up on all my shows, well, the system's not going to change. And why would it? They've got a very small number of people, just a 0.001 kind of percent of people who have the vast majority of the money, who therefore control everything behind the scenes. And they can buy people off so cheap. For them, if they buy someone off with a million bucks or five million bucks or 10 million bucks of fake stock fucking market horse shit, that costs them nothing. They just gen the whole thing up and eventually the stock just goes to zero. It just goes to zero. But those people are already gotten their money and cashed out, sold their stock, and the public's left holding the bag. And it's run the same thing over and over and over. So they don't care. It's easy to buy people off. And I've made it clear. I'm for sale. <laughs> buy me off. But it's clear they don't buy me off. No one wants to buy me off, right? Because they can just keep my show so small. They just keep my show so small. Well, I'm running out of time. I, I want to talk some more about this issue inside of my Patreon account. I want to talk a little bit about the complications that even arise, Barnum statements and other things that prevent a lot of these things from going on. Like I said, I'm going to do that inside bonus material in my Patreon account, which also has bonus shows in there, and it also has ad-free content. But if you don't support that and you don't go sign up for that, you can still follow me on Twitter. I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review, and you can still spread the word like that. And you can still subscribe to my podcast and send it to people so they can listen. I've got huge amounts of free material out there, and it's, if people would listen to it, they'd see they're being scammed. <laughs> it's not complicated. So, well, I think that's all I've got right now. So I think that's going to be the show. I hope everybody has a nice night or day wherever they are. Take care. Taking away the mind.